We are muted. All right, Miguel, welcome to Rebel Ants Radio. We are here, change of agenda. We're working on a Friday here instead of our normal Sunday. We got two to three people watching, and uh, I wonder why they're not doing something better instead, but happy to have them with us. Miguel, how are you today? I'm good, man. What happened? You, you were muted. I don't want to talk about it. A little technical error, but we're okay. Um, if this is your first time watching or listening, this is Rebel Ants Radio. This is our build-in public platform where we are launching an NFT project, a multimedia company, multiple projects. And uh, we're just kind of here to show you all how we're doing it and what we've learned, uh, some mistakes we've made along the way. And so if you're into that sort of thing, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, tell a friend, buy an NFT, support the cause. And uh, you can head over to rebelants.io to pick up a Jeremy, to pick up a Rebel Ants, and soon to be a Rebel Ants V2 battle for the colony. Miguel, what did I miss? I don't think you missed anything. Oh, you weren't muted. That's good. Yeah, that was pretty good. It's like the yeah. first time we're doing this. <laughs> hey, so this is the first time that we go live with the new intro. Um, I liked it. I actually liked the music. It wasn't bad. Like it. Yeah. It's like twice as long as the first one. So maybe we need to speed it up a little bit. But yeah, maybe it feels like some good anticipation. Love to hear in the comments what you thought about the intro video. If you missed it, you'll have to rewatch this episode. Give us another watch on YouTube. It's kind of growing on me, the music. Right. Good. Uh, we have a special guest joining us today. We got Aaron, who's been on the show before um, when it was specifically about the Sky City NFT project. But today we're going to get to just talk about him, his story, his projects. So excited to bring him on here in a minute. But uh, do you want to give us any updates on the Jermies? Yeah, we're going to release five more Jermies today um, at some point. But this time is going to be for 0.005 ETH. Um, these are going to be numbers six through 10. Um, we're probably going to release them right after the show. So Stay tuned for that. You'll see them come up. Yep. And you can head over to rebelance.io, scroll down to the Jeremy section, and you'll be able to head over, view all the Jeremy's. There are still some available for free. And then we'll have uh, some of these newer ones being released that are uh, for 0.005, which is pretty good, pretty good value right now. You're going to want those as kickers for our future V2 project where you'll be rewarded for holding those Jeremy's. So and not only that, but there's only going to be 20 of them ever, ever, unless you burn one, then maybe less. That's true. All right. Are we ready for Aaron? I'm ready. Let's bring All him right. on. Aaron, welcome back to Rebel Ants Radio. How are you today? What's up, guys? Doing well. Doing well. <laughs> Listen, I got to ask a question, and I don't mean to be insensitive, but is there a correlation yeah. between submarines and Bitcoin price going up? Oh, <laughs> a lot of submarine action, huh, lately? Yeah. So... It's got to be. I don't know. Maybe someone's <laughs> wallet got got trained you know or, so, or I don't yeah know, i mean you got millionaires and billionaires they must have been holding some coin that no, may they now had to be not yeah. be available so, ever so, again so what happens in that circumstance it just like because it still exists right it's just like a wallet that can't be accessed or something frozen it's just, yeah frozen it's, it's like there's a hard drive in a garage uh garbage fill somewhere filled yeah. with millions of bitcoin too i'm sure oh dang but then no, you know what it is that... stepson too maybe he had the keys yes exactly. <laughs> right. he's, the one. he's the key holder yeah. very possible yeah. you know what it is too that a lot of institutions right now are trying to get into etfs so yeah all this news right. is creating some emotion you know some some movement out there so oh, really? i think that it's good for the it's good for the community let's see what happens yeah good stuff yeah i heard like china russia or something starting to open up there be more open-minded to bitcoin and all that other crypto stuff that yeah i think like, i don't know i think those institutions 
are starting yeah, to see the potential. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, the more the better. I think. So hopefully we're we're early still, but who knows at this point, the market feels kind of crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. It, it feels weird to still be early like 10 years later, right? Being in this for like 10 years and being in the crypto space, but like we're still early. Yeah. So it's good. <laughs> yeah, you know, I used to think of, uh, you know, like Fuocious and stuff, how he like blew up or whatever. And then like in 2017 or something, like he would speak on those days or whatever, being like no one and like people would buy like one or two of his pieces. But then yeah. like, you know what I mean? He had to like just work through the silence and then eventually you blow up, you know what I mean? So I mean, hopefully we're in that silent period yeah it's like bound to blow up but we never know you know at this point like i don't know <laughs> it's true yeah. we gotta wait and see and hopefully our our convictions pay off you know yeah stay optimistic i guess that's all you could do <laughs> so aaron i wanted to bring you back to the show because you are an artist first of all right yes so we wanted to learn more about you we wanted to learn how you learn how to do your art you know what platforms you use for your art you know how you came into mellow park and how you created that um, I don't think many people out there know that you are the creator behind Mellow Park, who is pretty successful on open seas. It's been pretty successful with a lot of owners. Um, so I want you to kind of dive into that a little bit and about yourself, how you how you came into art. Did you go to art school? All that kind of good stuff. So let's talk about it. Wait, Miguel, can we do a little icebreaker first? Sure. It, the submarine wasn't the icebreaker. I oh, know. <laughs> That didn't necessarily hit icebreaker. <laughs> no. All right. So uh, the icebreaker is which living person would you want to have dinner with? So Miguel, I'll throw it over to you first. Elon. Elon. I knew you were going to say that. 100% uh, Elon. What about you, Aaron? You know, yeah, this might be like cringy or something, but probably like the artist like cause or something. Just because of like, I don't know, just seeing his paintings up close and just like trying to like pick his brain about certain like painting techniques and certain like marketing tactics that he's done. Yeah. Like, certain connections. But yeah, probably like cause the artist. <laughs> I like it. Which will I happen. Think... You know, I know. I know who to get to. Like <laughs> <laughs> it can happen. It can happen. Yeah. You just got to put it out there. And now, you know, hopefully uh, maybe they see this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. It'll be this interview. <laughs> that I said yeah. All Same right. With I Elon. Think... Uh, yeah, I would choose, you know, a little cliche, but I think I would choose the lead singer of my favorite band, Eddie Vedder of Pearl Jam. But maybe in response to Miguel's Elon, I would choose Mark uh, Zuckerberg. Yeah. And then we could just like watch them fight. On one the on spot. one. We can have dinner together and watch yeah, who them. Who do you guys have your money on? <laughs> I, I think <laughs> I got to go Mark. He's already an He's MMA trained, fighter. right? Nah, I don't think so. I'll go Elon with this. <laughs> yeah. Elon's I'd much bigger. Too, even. <laughs> He's bigger. Because <laughs> I bet you even if he lost, he would lose like a champ. Elon, you know what I mean? And like Mark Zuckerberg would be all salty or like, you know, some type of excuse. Or I don't know. Yeah. You cut the yeah, stream or something. You know what I mean? That's right. That's no right. one could see the KO. Yeah, take the satellite down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. All right, Aaron. Let's dive into your story. Where do you want to start? Um Yeah, so okay. So art stuff. Yeah. So I started drawing like at the end of high school and painting. Um yeah, so like 17 years old or so. Right now I'm like 27. And uh, so it's been like a 10 years in the making. Um, yeah, and it was just basically I just didn't really have the confidence, I guess, to draw or to put my ideas out there. I had some cousins who were like really good at drawing, in my opinion, and, you know, felt like, I don't know, I couldn't get on their level, you know, so I just kept the ideas in my head. So it's like I try to, 
you know, encourage people if they do have ideas, even if not, not going to share them with no one to just get them on paper, get them on the computer, do whatever, you know, just so you could see your ideas and so they could exist, which, uh, yeah, which I didn't do till I was 17 years old. So after that, it was like, I had all this like creative, like energy kind of stuck in me. And it's been like a daily, I don't know, a daily thing every day, you know, like working on something creative every day and just, uh, my ideas out there whether it's like painting or like screen printing or drawing or just like sketching out some notes or even like you know digital art that's been like the majority of work lately um animation uh just collaborating with people too and just speaking on ideas and just like sculpture work or whatever you know Mm. like i don't think you should limit yourself to just one field i don't think you know um but yeah so i don't know so that just like made me open-minded once i started drawing i was like the first art class I really took was like at the end of high school, which is kind of weird. Um, yeah. So after that, I, yeah. So, okay. So then I would spend all my days prior to that, just skating every day. And then I really wanted to have like a skate company, you know, like a brand. So I started painting on my boards, just like not even like thinking of it in the artistic way, just like, just wanted like to incorporate skating somehow. And then that, got me into painting more and like doing stencils and stuff and like trying to mass produce stuff you know on my own and then learning how to screen print on boards and stuff uh so yeah so in order to learn screen printing i like worked at a shop you know because they didn't have that at the like community college i was going to so i was just like finding all these ways to just kind of like work creatively and get the ideas out there and uh it was just kind of like taking it day by day and just trying to progress and just trying to really figure out ways like people even like monetize their art you know what i mean or just like make a living or just like do what you want to do really right and uh so i felt like i really needed to get to los angeles originally from like the central coast of california so it's like three hours uh north of la and uh so the way i got to la was going to art school and just like getting in a bunch of debt and stuff and uh (laughs) yeah just kind of like yeah just taking it you know what i mean and so yeah so i moved out here and i'm still here luckily it's just like figuring out how to stay here you know (laughs) and uh, a lot of opportunities kind of opened up and like some networking stuff you know making good friends and that type of thing uh yeah so yeah i don't know so that was at otis college and they got a really cool program and stuff and they do a lot of cool things you know like even like toy design or like architecture fashion design product design uh digital media like animation that type of thing nice. where, where i studied it was uh in communication arts with like emphasis on illustration ah and interesting yeah yeah and uh i don't know it was interesting so it's like as i like kind of spent years there i would just talk to everybody which is like i'm not like super hyper social but when i'm interested in something you know i could i could just talk non-stop but uh But yeah, so then I was like, you could like honestly build anything, you know, if you collaborate with the right people, you know, architecture department, you could like literally build buildings, fashion department, you know, you could just, uh, you know, create like clothing lines and that type of thing or product design, product design people, they, they build everything and anything, you know, they could build like lamps, they could build benches, they could build like anything, literally anything. It's wild. And like even send it out to mass produce. So, I mean. So I started to leverage some connections and just trying to like think in that way of collaborative and I don't know, we made some cool stuff at the end of like the, my last year there, 
you know, kind of like made some furniture, made like messed with like different materials, like gold and uh, like some sculpture stuff. And uh, yeah, just trying to incorporate my drawings in different formats, you know, rather than paper on canvas. And uh, then after that, that was in 2019 when I had graduated. And then uh, after that, I was kind of working like at ad agencies and that type of thing, you know what I mean? Still trying to like be independent. So I was like on the freelance route because like, I don't know, I have a, I'm, I don't know, working for people isn't my thing, you know, I'd rather work yeah. with them. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I was trying to stay independent and then like COVID hit, you know, and that mixed stuff up, which was kind of nice, honestly, for me, that was probably like my peak because I was just like painting all day long and it was like, it was so great, you know? Yeah. And it was just like the government would just like throw some money our way every now and then. So like, oh, this will cover rent or whatever. And then so just like painting all day long and just like, I got a lot of paintings done and it was pretty meditative or whatever, like pretty peaceful. Um, but yeah, that, that led to the plants and that type of thing and focusing on interior settings since I was spending so much time indoors. Um, and then, you know, like painting like kind of personified furniture and then that led to like house plants and just like different objects and then i like hyper focus on house plants when like uh nfts came around yeah um but yeah and that's kind of close to where we're at today but not ah, the so whole story where... but pretty detailed <laughs> so that's where the creation for mellow park came from basically the inspiration for it yeah so originally it was plant swap and uh plant swap was a series of or it is a series of 550 plants and the way i started that you know i started like studying DeFi while i was like painting and stuff and different like finance stuff stuff that i had never really like learned or like spent time learning before and then so then i was like landing on nfts and then i saw those popping up like in 2019 or so and then still kept my eye on it but i didn't get started and figuring out OpenSea. Because, I mean, certain tools weren't available. You had to have all this, like, dev skills and stuff, you know, so kind of, like, obstacle to overcome. And uh, so, yeah, when um, 2021 came around, I was finally like, oh. okay, go, like, get this, like, I don't know, make these plants, you know. And so I just, like, started drawing on paper without even, like, knowing dev skills or nothing. So I drew out, like, hundreds of them and then digitized them. So I have those original drawings still, like, over 500 That's cool. of them. Yeah, I got to do something with them eventually, like maybe a gallery show or something. I don't know. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, and then yeah, so be yeah, cool so to see the uh, the digital one next to the next to the actual drawing. Just kind of see. Yeah, the, definitely. See it feels see. like it's a matter of just like boosting the value behind the actual NFTs first and get people more excited, you know? Because there's certain yeah. people. It's a small collective of group who are really stoked on the plants, and it's like people I've known for like a couple of years now, which is pretty special, I think. Um, but yeah, so we had these plants and there's no context really behind them. And I was just really like determined to figure out like a story, a narrative, you know, something to build and just, uh, I don't know, to branch out. And then so that's where I started thinking of like the environment side of things and like creating like landscapes and stuff and, you know, communities and places for people to like from other communities come thrive in. So I settled on this idea of like designing a park. Yeah. And then mm. being like a communal space that everyone could come through and then like tied well with like plants and that type of thing and just like the natural world. So, um, so yeah. And then I was like kind of thinking through like what kind of park, what kind of environment do I want to be spending a lot of time in? I want to spend time in like a cool, a chill, you know, like a mellow park. So, so that was the name we rolled with. And, um, 
yeah, so then we started introducing all these other characters, like nature-based characters, like based off of clouds or other flowers or, you know, like some weird-looking creatures and mushrooms, little bears, mm-hmm. that type of thing. So, I mean, not strictly plants, because that felt limiting in itself. And I don't know, maybe you guys feel the same way with ants at this point, you know, been like hyper-focused on ants and then trying to think about maybe the surrounding landscape of an ant, you know, I don't know if you guys have an ant hill in your ecosystem or like dirt patches or something, but it's opportunity yeah, to expand beyond, you know, that's rad. Yeah. That's exciting. Even like bringing you guys into the park somehow would be cool. You know what I mean? Build an ant hill in the park or something. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So it's kind of an idea. The mellow park is like an idea to, to really grow, you know, and it's like, you can take it anywhere, which is like even designed. So like, I don't know. I felt like there was other projects in me, you know, other ideas. Sure. And then, so that's where we kind of got to Sky City as well. You know, we just like looked up from there. So there's some overlap with the characters. Yeah. And uh, Sky City lives right above Mellow Park, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, I don't know if that helps or if that was too, I don't know, crazy or I don't know. <laughs> no, that was good. Know, that was perfect. It yeah. brings a few questions to mind. Yeah. Miguel, any, any initial questions? Um, well, I just wanted to know more about like the the whole NFT creation. Like, how did you? Because we met in we met through Bueno. I remember um, right briefly there. Um, so I just want to know how you ended up there. You know what I mean? At bueno. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was like took a while, and it was me kind of being hard headed for not like working with them sooner. You know, because I had seen their tools and stuff, and I was like, oh, this is exciting, but I thought they were too big. Like. I thought they were too, like, too corporate <laughs> for some reason. And I wanted to work with, like, kind of, like, a small business feel or whatever, like, kind of something that felt more local, which is funny because then I started working with these guys who are based in Germany <laughs> who are, like, like you know, I mean, the NFT space, it doesn't matter your location or whatever. But, right. Yeah. But um, but they were, like, very at the startup stage, and I bought their, bought their pass, and then we kind of worked together and collaborated and spoke on the daily basis. That was cool, but then they ended up, kind of like rugging or like splitting up you know what i mean just kind of a bummer yeah and then so i'm like okay let's just roll with bueno and uh yeah to my surprise they're they're much more like down to earth and like kind of like small town feel kind of you know like really cool people um even culturally we kind of connect you know what i mean a lot of them being like latino and stuff like yeah i agree and uh which is rad to see because it's like like i've heard like mexico city you know has a super like uh really good design scene and like art scene mm-hmm. and they do yep. all these like it's true yeah i just haven't been myself my cousin she lived out there for a while and i meant to visit her but i didn't make it but you know some of their team members are based out there i think pablo stanley right he's from mexico city um i think i think he's from spain oh is he from i'm not spain? sure i'm not sure oh okay honestly. yeah but either way it was cool and even their tools it's like once you're messing with them it feels very like you know user user friendly or whatever like ui ux is really good and it's like reminds me a little bit of apple honestly yeah and, uh, it's very smooth yeah, yeah very simplified and like easy to use friendly looking um and then yeah he did work in silicon valley which is like makes total sense to me you know yeah and doing his own thing um but yeah ever since i made the decision to hop over there they've been really like friendly and stuff like they just emailed me this morning too something about some microverse stuff i don't know if they got to you guys yeah but... So, yeah. so we were part of that microverse thing too. Like they're gonna oh, release yeah. it now in July, I think it is. I right, was yeah. yesterday. They were they were talking about it. Yeah. Um, 
So I played around with it a little bit, not much because we're still there's still so much for us to do within our ecosystem. Right. And I, I didn't want to dab too much into that yet and put too much time to it since we still have so much going. Yeah, um, I feel that. And the other side of things, but it looks really promising. And and um that that uh spaces that I was in yesterday it was all about Latinos being in the space too. And when I was there talking and they were like really like it was very um down to earth, very informative. Like I didn't know there were so many Latinos in the space. So that was pretty cool to see too. Oh wow. Yeah, that was something I didn't even like spend time thinking about really. I'm like, oh wow, that is that is true. <laughs> like there's a lot of Latinos out there. But uh which is really rad, you know, honestly, because like in some of the design scene or whatever, like sometimes there isn't representation. Uh, or sometimes they try to make it like like, I don't know. Like, I'm proud of, like, my roots and culture and stuff. But sometimes when they try to make it too, too Latino, much. they, like, you know yeah. what I mean? You exaggerate the, the Mexican part behind it or whatever, the Latino part behind it. And you try yeah. to do all these, like, Mayan-looking stuff, you know? That's, like, not really my thing. Like, I like looking at it, but as far as making it, you know, it's not my favorite. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But Bueno, you know, they take a different route and stuff, even with their name, even with some of their, their stuff, you know? But yeah. They're rad people. I'm really, really glad we connected, you know? Yeah, same. Likewise, too. So, who are your biggest artistic influences? Yeah. Um, if any, depends. Yeah, it's kind of everybody, and at the same. Okay, so it's like it's kind of like I try to look at things like what are people responding to, you know? Even if I don't like them necessarily, I'm like, why do people like certain things, or why do people like certain people, or um, why do I like people or why don't I like this person? You know, I try to analyze everything. But um, and one of the reasons I brought up cause earlier, you know, it is kind of cringy, I guess, depending who you're talking to, you know, because he's so like mainstream and out there. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, some of the connections he's made and some of the industries he's tapped into at a like very early age, you know, that was really interesting to me and knowing his history and just how far like even his connection his single connection with like pharrell took him you know like painting from painting like i don't know like inside of a they had an installation or a record like album release or something like that and like cause painted a wall for him and that led to something else and led to something else led to meeting someone else and finished to like nego from bape and like i don't know selling paintings for millions of dollars at sotheby's and that type of thing yeah but um but yeah, cause and just like his work ethic and being able to like kind of create derivatives, you know what I mean? And that kind of opened my mind up to like tapping into culture in a certain way and uh, incorporating into your work and not feeling like you're copying necessarily, you know what I mean? Because I was really against that for like years and years and I would kind of hate on people for like didn't feel like original ideas, you know? But it's kind of like... Uh, I came to terms with it being like kind of like conversation with culture, you know, when yeah. you like incorporate certain things into your artwork and that type of stuff. Um, so, yeah. Um, but I kind of honestly, I'm looking at everything, like even outside of just visual arts, you know, um, like I said, like, I don't know, like even like architecture stuff or like product design stuff or um, I don't know, even like, yeah, obviously like, Walt Disney history and stuff like that and even ways he's been able to delegate like the majority of everything yeah and uh -huh. like but still create a universe it's really really like interesting to me especially considering like you know having to do everything for Mellow Park kind of being like a single man team you know and it's pretty hectic and it's like now I'm kind of 
trying to think of ways I could delegate and like even looking at, you know, it's a little controversial, but like some AI stuff and trying to like delegate it that way. No, I like uh, it. Yeah, because it's very like, you know, you could do a lot, you know, and it's like some people hate on it because it's like you're taking the human element out of it supposedly, but it's about like finessing it and just like making it your own, you know, and just like using it as a starting point. Um, But yeah, so I'm all over the place. Like, I don't know with emerging tech stuff or even just like deep down in like his like art history stuff, you know, um. I used to study, like, or redraw, like, Leonardo da Vinci stuff like crazy. Like, that's how I really started to learn how to draw. That's cool. Um, yeah, and then, like, yeah, so I'm all over the place. I don't even know if that answered your question at all, but my mind's just looking at everything, even just stuff that isn't considered artwork, you know? Even just, like, so, yeah. <laughs> so do you feel that your style has changed over time just because you're just all over the place? Yeah, definitely. And it's kind of nice because it's, like, Mellow Park building an ecosystem and that type of thing you can look at certain things you know like like I just seen a leaf fall off of this tree and it's just like if I was to incorporate that in an animation for Mellow Park or something or personify it somehow yeah. you know you could do that and use that for like promotional content or like even in addition you know um, but yeah it's definitely changed and it's just like I think the thing that ties together all my work is just kind of like adding life to it you know and a lot of time that is in the form of just like throwing some eyeballs on like something or like giving it some arms or personifying it in yeah. some way or having like, you know, something look like it's sitting down, but it's just like an object or something. Um, just human qualities and elements. And I think that's going to be the, you know, be the thing that differentiates a lot of people in these like coming years, you know, as like the technology increases and improves and everybody can make anything, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's funny you said the animating thing just now, because when you said Walt Disney, in my head, yeah. I was like, oh, I could totally see Mellow Park being animated, right? The mm-hmm. like the yes, fluidity yeah. within your art, right? It's not such straight lines and structured and rigid. It already has some like sense of motion to it. So I could totally see those objects being animated. And then you, you mentioned the leaf falling. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can I can see it all coming together already. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I designed it to kind of like, have the elements be like of a tv show you know yeah like to have all the ingredients we need for a tv show and um yeah so it's like a matter of just like partnering with the right person or something you know or even like me finding out a way to to get these animated create shorts and stuff maybe some ai can animate them you know i've been looking into that yeah <laughs> and it's just it's super like so i like the hand-drawn frame by frame look you know for sure, sure. <laughs> yeah yeah i've seen so that. it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to I don't know, get the technique that I like, you know, because it's pretty chunky still. And it's like some of the stuff needs to get worked out. Or maybe I just need to pay for the right program or something. I just haven't found it yet. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I've, been, I've been definitely searching too for animation stuff. For animation stuff? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I try to dab into everything. Stuff. Yeah, do you? Yeah. That's rad. What does, what does, uh, do you feel like art helps you in any other areas of your life? Uh, yeah, I guess just like the way I look at the world, you know what I mean? And just like, makes you look at things, I guess, a little extra longer, or just like, makes you look or consider the structure of certain elements and that type of stuff. Um, But at the same time, it also is like, I don't know, there's like other avenues, you know, you could take as far as like, how you want to make a living you know and sometimes it's like the art kind of like 
could hold me back in certain ways, but it's kind of like the way I'd rather be spending my time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, taking it minute by minute and just like how you spend your days. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the way I want to be, be living. <laughs> do you have like a favorite time to create or do you just go to like a park and just sit down and start drawing or do you just do it at home early in the morning? Or how do you yeah, do it? so I'd say um, the like deep hours of the night. That's like really when it's really nice like it's pretty crazy it's like so you work like after midnight and then all the way up to like four like five in the morning which i don't try to do too often because it does take a lot out of you but it's like it's pretty crazy like those hours of the day it's like like everything's so quiet you know what i mean like even digitally it feels like like not a lot of activity like on the internet to distract you to distract right. me and like the focus is usually like like really like you're in there you know even like no cars driving by or no like birds out there nothing it's like super calm and quiet and you're just in your head and uh, but yeah it takes a lot out of you though it's like i don't like highly recommend it and it's pretty crazy but um but yeah those are the hours i really like but other than that you know I work at all hours of the day you had um you had said something earlier about not wanting to work for other people i'm curious what it's like Maybe not when you're working for someone, but when you're working with someone in these partnerships that you've described, whether it's Sky City or the German um, organization that you mentioned, how is that? How does that work for you as the artist? Are you waiting for direction from them, or are you just kind of saying, "Hey, this is what it is"? Yeah. So the way I differentiate that is like, uh, you know, so I worked like for like ad agencies and that type of thing before, or you know, you do jobs for people. But it's really, like, them commanding you and, like, kind of telling you what to do. And it's just kind of, like, people could be demeaning at times or, like, have, like, a certain, like, ego, you know what I mean? When they feel like, oh, you've paid for this person. And just, like, the idea of someone owning me, I've never liked that. And, like, I don't know. That's, like, I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts on that, but it's all good. Um, So the way (laughs) I differentiate, the way I differentiate, like, working with people, it's, like, if we're both putting in work and, like, want to achieve like the same goal you know what i mean and like you could see them putting in like even if it's not the same amount of work as you it's like they want to build something together you know what i mean yeah and like and like you both kind of you know share the benefits of it if it does work out and if it doesn't then you both kind of you know both kind of didn't work out for both of you and it's all good um but yeah equity is like one thing that i really want to emphasize with my work alone i guess you know because you see stuff take off or whatever and it's like if you don't have like ownership or a part of it you know it really hurts and it kind of sucks and then you're like thinking about all these what ifs yeah that type of thing and uh yeah but at the same time if it's something a project i don't really like i guess kind of don't care about you know but i kind of need some quick cash or something then yeah i'll work on this project real quick and like get it done or whatever maybe delegate it elsewhere but yeah, and even, like, lately I've been doing a lot of, like, merchandising stuff, like screen printing, embroidery and stuff. Mm. And uh, even those projects, like, even though it's, like, more of a collaborative process, a lot of the, like, people I've been working with and stuff, it's, like, figuring out the right techniques that they want to, like, you know, like, put on their garments and stuff and just, like, write print methods and design sometimes. So it's nice. It's a collaborative effort. But in that case, it's, like, you're technically working for them. Right. But but it's still like a collaborative process. So it's kind of like a case by case, but yeah, I think the equity is the big differentiator for me. 
Let me ask you a question. What do you what do you feel are your least favorite parts of the NFT world? Mm. You know, I think it goes beyond the NFT world, but just like probably society and culture in general. But some of these hype cycles and the way you're able to like manufacture those, I think that's pretty uh could bum you out if you think about it too often, you know? Thinking about the people yeah. who have the uh have the capital behind themselves to really like amplify themselves in the proper way or to like really get in front of like the proper audience that they need, you know, sometimes it can be real difficult doing that organically and it does happen organically, but it's just like really tough. And it's just, I don't know, learning certain things about how like the entertainment industry works and that type of thing. And just all the money that they pour in that just to make people believe that they like something. Even if you don't, like, really like it, but you're seeing, like, 20 or 30 of the people that you personally know like it, you know what I mean? It's yeah. pretty gnarly, and it kind of, like, shifts your perspective.